Look at here, look at here, we all back. What the heck the guy Salmon, how's everything going? What up, Big Heck? Back at it again. I think this is it. Finally, with double digits shows now, man. This is number two. We are double digits. When do we stop counting? Uh, I don't know. I think when um, we out here in a hundred episode or something, right? <laughs> I, you know, you know it. Exactly. You know, but we're going to get there, man. I mean, I think it's going to take us, what, two years to get to 100 episodes? We do yes, one sir. episode. Amen. We might start to two episodes a week. I mean, the way we're going, man, and we're getting a lot of uh, fan support. That's right. I mean, we're supposed to try to drop this on a weekly basis. So if that works well, you're right. Just about just about close to the two-year mark, about to se- we'll be able to celebrate the 100 show. We're going to have to celebrate the 100 show because that's going to be a, a definitely a landmark right there. I'm ready for that. We're on that track. Let's keep it going. But hey, let's keep it going. Brand new week, brand new day, brand new topics, lots of topics. Still things are happening on in this day in this world. So I know you love to start with the um, how's your week and the shout out. So bust it. Well, let me start off with the shout outs. Uh, shout out to Jally from Instagram, Lillian Foxy from Instagram uh, for following us. And uh, shout out to my boy George up in Fresno. Hit me up asking me about Flyberg, man. The oh, margarita. Yeah, right. about the margarita. They're like, where can we find this margarita Flybird? So, you know, I, I gave him the hookups. I, he found it up in Fresno, man. So uh, it's that good. Yeah, shout out to all the peeps. Shout out to Jolly, good peoples. They definitely heard about her. You know, check her out, her stuff too. She's she's definitely on point with that. And what else you got going on for yourself this week? So this week, I, I went to uh, Cafecito and Plantas, or Plants and Coffee, basically, up in Compton. I was in Compton last a uh, couple of days ago last week. Yeah, I know you uh, and your coffee. Oh, man, I love my coffee. So I, I got to tell you a story. So I went because, you know, um, I, I went to support the community in Compton. Uh, you know, they sell plants and they had barbecue and stuff like that. You know, Big Heck was in the house, right? Uh, I promised I was going to make an appearance. And I did. I, I made a strong appearance. I represented Big Heck uh, and Sandman out there, man. The Heck, the guy where I represented well. Yes, sir. And, there's this, uh, it's called the caffeine. I'm going to give them a shout out, shout out, because the caffeinated cart. Caffeinated cart. That's Tell me about the name. That. That, that's the name, man, is the caffeinated cart. So, you know, I walked over and, uh, you know, they wanted an interview with the, you know, with Big Heck for the Hectic Hour. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try your coffee first. And if it hits the spot, we might do an interview guys so shout out to them and it was some bomb ass coffee so i bought first thing i did was i bought uh two bottles of their iced coffee okay they sell iced coffee i bought two bottles one of them was abuelita so i know you know this is, it's it's a hispanic thing abuelita is like the mexican hot chocolate right yeah 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 i, I have abuelita. it in my house you don't you don't even no, have i'm to pretty give, sure you I'm don't even sure need to do. break that down it's it's right in my cupboard no problem that, that's right there <laughs> that's... you go so it was an abuelita iced coffee i'm like all right let me get one so i had one you know i, I popped it open took a swig dude that shit was bomb off the hook okay so they, they were wrapping up too. i didn't even know that yeah, dude. They no. Well, th- this the caffeinated cart makes it with Mexican hot chocolate. 
they actually oh, make it and they bottle it. That's kind of like a mocha. I might have to hook you up. It's yeah, like kind of. Yeah, like yeah. a Mexican mocha, bro. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to hook you up with a couple of bottles, man. I'm going to have to hit homeboy up and tell him to bring me some. They deliver. So I'm going to have to tell him to bring me some bottles, man. That shit was off the fucking hook, yeah. dude. I'm going to pass it so, on to the missus. So, so I'm, I'm going to tell you exactly how it went down. They were actually already wrapping up, right? Mm-hmm. And as they're wrapping up, I stop homeboy as he's loading up, and I'm like, "Hey, man, let me get four more bottles." So that good, yeah, huh? <laughs> that good, man. I still got one in the refrigerator, man. I, I'm I'm kind of saving it to uh, drink it throughout the week, man. But that 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 shit was off the hook, man. I'm not even gonna lie. Keep messing around; they're gonna get the foodie award, I guess. Hey, they might. They might just get the foodie award, you know. Damn. I, I gotta try their other stuff, you know. They they got some other coffees, but that abuelita coffee. Off the hook, man. How was your week? Man, you know, for this week, I kind of kept it really low key. I think I did more of the domesticated thing. Bro, I stopped in Costco. And the only reason why I'm back rolling in Costco is because the crowds are finally gone. By that, I mean having to wait outside to get in. That's gone. So you can now that's going to be a regular thing for me now on a monthly basis. So, So that's what I did. Pretty much did the domesticated thing, walked around, checked out. A few things, you know, buy shit you don't really need. Fuck. So I'm going to tell you what I'm saying. Fuck. So I know the Sandman doesn't have an Instagram account yet, which uh, you got to get your Instagram going, Sandman. I'm going to get the Instagram going. You got to get the Instagram going, man. If you can hit 100 downloads in 24 hours, then I'm going to. Yeah. Then I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I need right, that well, to happen there. first. Okay. So I went to Costco. So for those of you who do have Instagram, I did I did do a little video on the Big Heck page on Instagram because I went to uh, Costco on Friday to buy detergent. And, and you know, I, I love my coffee, my coffee from Costco. I buy my Jose uh, coffee from Costco, the Jose brand, right? I buy the whole beans. I grind my own beans here at home. But anyway, that's uh-huh. side the point. So I went to go buy detergent, and I went in focus, man. I went in fucking focus. I was laser focused, man. Coffee and detergent. That's it. Look at you. Coffee and fucking detergent. I was, man, I was focused. I'm going to spend 20 (laughs) bucks. 20 bucks? Ain't no way you walk out of Costco clean putting down only 20 bucks. Salmon. It sounded like... $350. $350. That, see, that's that's how they get you. That's more like it. See, you got your barista on and you got your Mr. Clean on at the same time. $350, man. Shit, damn nigga. I was, I, man, I, I I was looking around. I was cussing somebody out. I think poor uh, cashier looking at me like, damn, sir, please calm down. I was like, what the fuck? $350 for what? But in, in, in their defense, in their defense, uh-huh. I'm the type that goes to Costco and I'm buy detergent and coffee. You know, I'm not just going to buy one detergent. I'm buy like three detergents and, you know, three, four bags of coffee because I don't want to keep going back every two weeks or and, and a month reason, or whatever. And, and that's the reason why I'm telling you, you got both your barista on and your damn Mr. Clean on at the same time. They got you. I mean, I only dropped like two bills because... We literally, for the first time, had an opportunity to kind of walk every aisle. So we did that. Hey, let's just go in every fucking aisle. Don't matter what it is that we come across. Let's just do every aisle. That's what well, happened. 
Yeah, and, and and that's exactly what I did. So I'm I'm you know here I am all by myself walking every fucking aisle of Costco trying to see and everything I saw I grabbed put in the fucking basket. Bought a tequila, I grabbed. Bought a fucking champagne, I grabbed. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, you, you name it, I grabbed. And I'm like fuck, and then I'm bitching why it's three hundred fifty fucking dollars, right? Yeah. Speaking of champagne and speaking of some alcohol, we should probably be toasting to something that happened that was really important this week too. And I'm talking about the verdict. The verdict. The verdict. The trial of the century. Yeah, the trial of, of the, the decade, 21st of the 21st, of the 21st yeah. century. You name it. I mean, we're talking about Derek Chavon. Derek uh, Chavon. Convicted in all three counts. Second, second degree and unintentional murder, third degree murder, and second degree manslaughter. So Derek Chavon is the police officer in Minneapolis that put his knee on uh, George Floyd's neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And killed George Floyd. He got convicted this week with guilty on all three counts. All three counts. Amen, amen, amen. Dude, that, that, that was a sigh of relief, man. Yep. So he should be gone for quite some time. So we talking about like just the second degree comes. It's about 40 years. Then you got another 25 for the third degree. And then you got another 10 for the manslaughter. So what's the quick math there? We're talking about 75 big ones. Coming from from a person that I saw the Rodney King verdict come in live and how disappointing that was. This was a victory. I'm not going to say it was a solve all. I don't think it's going to solve our problems no, in yeah, society we have today. Not. But it's definitely a step forward. Let it me is. ask you a question. Let me yeah. ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Stay, sticking to the subject, man. Right. Did you hear about uh, the Raiders owner, Mark Davis? Yeah, I saw the tweet. Was it a tweet? It, it was a tweet. It was a tweet from the Raiders account because he doesn't tweet. So he called his marketing guy and said to tweet it. So to everybody who doesn't know, he tweeted three simple words. He tweeted, I can breathe. I think that's about the only time I'm going to give the Raiders props. So you give him props. That's it. And then LeBron James didn't. He, he was hating. Uh, I don't know why he hating. Why, what? Does he think it was like a marketing plot? I mean, he stepped in it himself, too, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. But uh yeah, I mean he he posted I can't breathe. He started getting some back heat for it, but he stood his ground. He said, No, I'm I'm not gonna apologize for it. This is what I meant. Um and he said I meant it because um Philoness uh Floyd, George Floyd's brother, uh, you know, I just butchered his name, by the way. Oh, uh no. George uh, George Floyd's brother said, I, I can finally breathe now. And he said, I'm showing my support. You know, I'm showing my support that the family can finally breathe now, that we can all breathe as a society. Exactly. And he started getting hate left and right. But the George Floyd family came out uh, yesterday and thanked Mr. Mark Davis. And that's the problem with people. Always trying to start some shit, don't even know the flavor of the Kool-Aid, right? They don't understand the nuances and context of anything. That's that's one of the issues with social media and how things just get blown out of proportion. 
I, as a 40 plus year old man, understands nuances. So I don't just jump to conclusion, folks. Think, read, understand. Don't just come at the man. I don't even exactly. like the Raiders, and you know how I feel about the your Raiders. Hey, you know what? But I give I give the Raiders total props. One thing I do give credit to the Raiders is they've always been ahead of the curve when it comes to uh, equal rights. Mm. First team, first team to give a minority coach a shot, Tom Flores. Yes, sir. First team to give an African American a shot, Archell. I mean, you name it. They've all you know. First female executive in the NFL. Amy Task, Oakland yeah, Raiders. You're right. You know what? From so a social I'm, structure, from a from a social justice, they do great. But on the field, not so much. So, yeah. but but you know what? Um, I, I feel that we're making progress in this world. I, I I know it's not a political show or anything, but we're making progress, man. We're making progress, but there's so much going on, man. There's so 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 much still going on in this world, man. Well, that's the thing. You, you, we, the, what's the famous word that a lot of us always say? It's never really that black and white, but sometimes you kind of look at it. You have to kind of look at it as black and white because look at all the things that since, that's happened since then. So you know about 20 minutes just before the verdict was actually uh, given, another um, black girl was shot by police. Now. Oh, God. One, that one, that one, you kind of have to really pay attention to what happened. So the story goes like this. So the thing is, it's not always black and white, but sometimes you have to like look at it from a black and white perspective. So take check this out. Even before the verdict was given, 20 minutes before the verdict was given, another shooting took place. Another unfortunate event where another black soul was taking. And the way that it, I don't know if you heard about this one. It was a 13-year-old girl. Uh, I'm sorry, it was 16-year-old girl who was actually shot by a cop. But the way it worked, the way it turned out was she was being harassed by two girls who were looking to jump her. So basically she was fighting one off. She ran in the house to get a knife to fight one off and then was lunging on the second one where the officer was trying to have her stop and what he noticed was getting ready to take place. He felt like he had to save a life, so he shot the girl. What do you make of that? Man, that one's a tough one. Um, there's so much. I, I mean, why does she have to come outside with a knife? Why didn't you? If you're already inside your house, stay inside your house. Um, I, that one's a little bit. There's a lot more gray area than George Floyd, right? He, oh, yeah. He, it's know, a lot more gray area. It's a, it's a lot more gray area. The cop only had a split decision to make make a decision. I'm not saying what he did was right or wrong because I don't know. I don't know. I got I got to hear all the details of it. I, I don't know if he could have used his taser instead. I don't know if he could have used his baton. I, I don't know. I think um, what it is. But I, I, think, I think that we... Uh, we depend on cops as well. We do. Right. And, and we expect them to do. So at this point, he has to make a decision. Do I save this one girl or do I take this girl out? And exactly. he doesn't know what's going on. 
on all he sees is a knife and somebody's about to get stabbed. He has That's to it. make a decision. That's all he And knows. we, right or wrong, he made a decision. Yeah. And as a cop, he's trained to make that decision. Now, I don't know if that was the right decision. That's going to be up to the professionals to investigate and find out, did he make it the right decision or not? based on the information that's available, right? It's a tough decision to make. Here's the thing. And then this is where we have to kind of look at our system more so than anything. So I think here the system failed her, not necessarily the decision that was made by the cop as far as like, was it justified that he had to do that? Because I can tell you, if someone's getting ready to stab me, I'm going to want that cop to act. Aren't you? I'm definitely going to want that cop to act. Yeah. So, so yeah. It, 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 it's one of those things. If it was the other girl that had the knife and about to stab her and he shot the other girl, I mean, it, it could have gone either way. I mean, at that point, you know, you just got to trust the system. Um, and, and, and I know these words are probably going to bring me heat. Um, we we this is when the justice system has to step up like it did with george floyd and and, and derek siobhan right the justice system stepped up mm-hmm. derek's in jail now um this is where we got to trust our justice system and, and and hopefully you know everything is investigated properly and everything is fair and just and that's all i'm asking you know what these situations are showing us tragic as it might be man i mean uh the worst thing that happened there is like a soul was taken unfortunately that's the part that i think we all can agree should have not happened whatever means or ways that maybe there might have been a way whatever that it could have been had there been another option then maybe that option really should have been thought thought through. And but it's such a tough job to to do and make a decision like that. It's just come on a scene and you have to make a split second decision and decide, okay, which way am I gonna go? Either way, the outcome is bad because no one wants to see a life be gone. But I think if anything, it's letting us know as a society, we have to do reforms reforms that are better and it's got to go both way we got to be able to really truly be transparent and truly make sure that cops are reacting the way that they should react and if they're not the right ones to be resolutions in that state they shouldn't be there it's hard for me to say it's 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 the same it's 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 kind of tough but i kind of feel like what would you do I don't know what but, I would have but, <laughs> but But let me ask you, Sam, man. Let me ask you this question. I mean, if you would have shot her and the girl would have stopped the other girl with a cop being right there, then what? Exactly. Well, that's the You're thing. You're a like, cop and you didn't stop her. And now my daughter's not here because you let that girl stab her when you didn't. It, it, so... It, I, I think we let the professionals and, and the attorneys and district attorneys and everybody figure this out. Yeah. And investigate it properly. I mean, we're, we're, we're in the outside looking in. Exactly. We just, we just take a step back and hope and pray that things are going to be handled the right way. And, and I think that's all we can do at this point. That's the best thing. 
you can hope for for a bad situation like that. Most definitely, most definitely, man. And then, yeah, exactly. And and speaking of just like just losing folks, one one way or the other. I mean, doesn't it feel like now every last one of these rappers that we've grown up with are just you know take just going down another one? Hey, 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 you know what? I think that just shows you how old we're fucking getting, dude. Because <laughs> now I, I think I know who you're talking about. You're talking about Chalk G, right? Yes, sir. Another dude, one. Dude, Humpty Dump. Yes, Humpty. The Humpty Dump. Yeah. Dump. Dude, the dance. Dude, I was listening to that today. Yeah, I'm a hypocrite. I was talking <laughs> that shit. Fuck that. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> dude, that's that's one of my favorite all fu- fucking time songs, dude. That's a dance song, man. It had nothing yeah, to do. Yeah, I called you fat. Yeah, I'm skinny. <laughs> Oh, yeah. dude, he, he 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 always cracks me up when I listen to that fucking hook. Yeah, that was actually one of the rappers I liked because he, his rap was more about like, hey, I'm just going to have fun. It, it ain't about like, it wasn't anything serious. It wasn't anything gangster related or, you know, just life and death related. It was just more it was like, just hey, party. it was that, it was that, party. It was like house party. You know what I mean? That was party music. That was party yes, music. Sir. That was house party music right there, man. My favorite line. Was always that I had sex in the Burger King bathroom. <laughs> That's always been my goal, man. I'm still trying to convince my wife to go to Burger King bathroom. Just say fuck it, let's do it. Not I'm uh, not. But she I'm says she's too old. What the sand the uh, satin on your panties? No, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, not that one. Not that one. Burger King bathroom. I always wanted to have sex in the Burger King bathroom. Uh, nah, I'm just fucking with you. But yeah, dude. I, I mean, Shock G. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. Shock G. Gay. Uh, Tupac. That's right. Tupac. Tupac was in Digital Underground. Yes, a lot sir. Of people don't, a lot of people don't know that. That's how it started. That's where, yep, that's where you got to start. So uh, rest in peace, Shock G. He was, uh, he was definitely one of the one of the true Gs out there. Yes, he was. That's Smart for sure, man, dude. man. Smart man. I've actually listened to a few things that he's talked about because he, he had this one um, – audio recording when he was talking i think well it was more like a video recording i should say when he was talking about like different rap styles from tupac's style and biggie style and some other styles and he was like on point he was explaining to you okay this is how biggie's style came to be and this is where he got his style from this is where tupac got his style from and this is how it all came to be he was talking about tupac's style came more from like you know the movement, the um, uh, you know, uh, back then, like civil, the civil rights movement, and one of the folks that Tupac really like um, was at was really looked up to was, of course, you're talking about the Black Panther, Malcolm X, and and of course, Dr. Martin Luther King. So the way that they would do sermons and the way that they would do their rallies, and he was like, and that's how Tupac's sound came to be. It was more about that, hey, 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 like that. So I was like, "Oh damn, I, he's got it! He's I, got it on point." <laughs> I, I I could see that, man. I could see that because when I listen to Tupac, and this is what I tell people, man: Tupac for me is poetry. Yes, sir. It, it's poetry, man. It, it, it's uh, as opposed to you know you listening to uh, well, B- Biggie. Biggie is it was was different, right? Yes. For sure. Um, Two different he had styles. flows. He had flows. He had hooks. I mean, he, he had verses. I mean, he could get down. But Tupac was poetry. You know, when you listen to, man, you listen to Dear Mama. There's so many people that could relate to that song, man. You listen to Brenda Had a Baby. 
Mm-hmm. You listen to uh, I Ain't Mad At You. Dude, those, those songs literally, I mean, if you if you really take your time to listen to them, people could relate to it. It was poetry. Sure can. And so, hey, I mean, I, I totally agree with him on that one. Um, Shaq G opened up that door. <laughs> yeah, he, he really did. He really did, man. So, uh, rest in peace, Shaq G. Uh, you're going to be missed. Yes. You're definitely going to be missed. All right. So, so, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Where is your favorite spot to go on vacation? Oh, you know, speaking of that, I definitely want to answer that question. I want to answer that question for you, though. But first, let me give you a shocker, right? Let me just give you a quick shocker real quick. What year are we living in right now? Uh, 2021, last time I checked. 2021, last time you checked. I could, I could be wrong. Have you ever heard of the word sundown towns sundown town no i have not so sundown towns we're talking this goes back to the 20s the 40s and the 50s and even up to the 60s brother and you'll be surprised if i tell you in this very state that we lived in was one of the highest concentrations of sundown town in california uh, 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 let me give you a quick little example of what a sundown town is. Sundown towns were like all white communities, neighborhoods, or just basically counties that excluded any blacks and all minorities. So if you were a Chinese American, a Jewish American, actually, and even a Mexican American or Native American, it didn't matter if you were in the non-white. If you were non-white, basically, a sundown town meant you could work in that city. You can be in that city during the day, but come nighttime, come sundown, you are not supposed to be found anywhere in that town. You must leave by sundown. Because if you didn't, harassment, discrimination laws, violence, all of that came to your doorstep or your doorstep. You said the 60s, brother? Yes, sir. I said the 60s. Nah, man. Hell no. This shit was going on in the 90s because I'm going to tell you what. Uh, there's some city, hell, there's some cities now that I, I'm hesitant of going to like Burbank. I, I you know, I'm kind of iffy going to Burbank at night, even though I, you know, it, it's, you know, you can go to Burbank now at night. Uh, but like, you know, my teens, late teens, early twenties, man, you wouldn't be caught dead in Burbank or fucking Glendale or Culver city. Hey, exactly. Uh, Cause yeah. funny you should say, cause those were actual sundown cities, Burbank. Uh, Glendale, Culver City, Hemet. These were all like Manhattan uh, Beach. <laughs> these were all sundown cities, <laughs> and, and 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 you're saying nowadays that 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 stigma still stick, but I'm talking about when it was bad. I mean, you were literally being harassed. You were you you if you escape with your life, you were lucky. Really, seriously, that's how bad it was. I mean, they they I could they, see it. Yeah, absolutely. This is and then and and the reason why I'm saying that is because you were just asking about vacation. Um, what's my favorite spots of vacation? Just to kind of bring that back around. It's because um, because of this whole sundown town. There was this one postal worker who's from uh, who's from uh, New York. He created the Green Book. The Green Book was just a. He created the Green Book back in the 1930s, and this is actually. And this was a good publication for about 30 years. What it was, it was a book for all minorities 
who are looking to travel to go on vacation in and around the United States, they needed to know that the places that they were visiting was welcoming to them. So that green book had place, had a list of every place in the US. If you're driving, let's say you take the old route, Route 66, places that you can stop. Because if you stopped in the wrong neighborhood, if you got caught in the wrong gas station, you know what could possibly happen to you. So that's one of the reasons why I love going on vacation, but I can't imagine me having to carry what my, with me a whole green book for the for 30 years of my life just to make sure that I did not end up in the wrong place with my family. So... Dude, so you mean to tell me you you had to carry a fucking book with you just to know where the hell you can go and where? Not you can just go. me, you, you too, brother. You would have had to carry that green book with you just to make sure you knew. Um, okay, if I make a right and get off at this station because I need some gas, I need to make sure that that gas station is going to be a welcoming gas station to me. You know what? I think I think if I was born in the you know, if I was like a teen and in my early 20s in the 60s, 50s and 60s, I probably would have been dead, man, because I can't see myself doing that. Insane. I, I, can't, I can't see myself doing that, man. And and, and we've come so lo- we've come so far from that. But yet it still feels like we haven't made progress. So, um, man, that 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 that's horrible. I, I can't imagine living like that. Like you have to literally look at a book and see if I could go inside this fucking restaurant or I might get killed. Exactly. That's what you're telling me. Or you just going to have your manhood taken away from you because they'll just call you every damn name in the book, harass you and imagine you with your family as well the danger that that you got placed in dude i i can't i can't i can't see myself doing that man uh but you know what growing up there were rules man there's certain cities there's certain you know communities you didn't go to after dark mm-hmm. because they were off limits man it's like um i you know i don't know if this still stands till this date but it's like usc everybody knows usc right it's in the middle of fucking south central la mm-hmm. I'm not, yeah i'm not too far from there we yep <laughs> usc a lot of people always ask, oh, man, USC is in one of the worst neighborhoods, but nobody fucks with the USC students. You ever notice that? Of course not. Nobody fucks with the USC students. You know why they don't fuck with the USC students? Too much money, one. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's an unwritten rule. Don't fuck with USC students and we won't fuck with you. That's coming from the LAPD. Plain and fucking simple. Stay on your side of the of the tracks, basically. See, that don't speaks to a whole students. other thing, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't stay on your side of the tracks. Don't come over here. Don't come over here at night. Don't come over here during the day. Stay over there. Stay on the other side of King. Stay on the other side of Adams. Stay on the others. Even though I, they've extended now. Uh, stay on the other side of Vermont. Uh, and don't come in this neighborhood, especially at night. If not, you're going to get your ass beat. And if you fuck with one of the students, you best believe we're bringing the heat down on all you guys. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, violence, period. I, you don't you don't condone that regardless, because if that's what yeah. you're talking about, then, yeah, absolutely not. I mean, shit. Yeah. I mean, to this day, it, it, I was talking about, like, 
you know, overall, like, shit that was blatant. Like, you didn't do anything. All you were doing was just, you know, going out for, uh, it's like yeah, you coming just, to Costco yeah, yeah, doing yeah, a Costco. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, 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 just for being black or just for being Mexican or a minority, just for being a minority and you walk into the wrong restaurant. That's it. Exactly. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Totally. I get it. But, um, yeah. To, no, yeah, that. to the point that it was just last year recently in 2020 that Glendale, that used to be considered a sundown town, ish, the city finally issued an apology, like a written apology. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I might oh, have to look that up. Yeah. But, hey, man, if that's, it's still out there, though. If you're talking going to Virginia, your uh, Kentuckys, your Arkansas, that Mississippi, it, 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 your Mississippi, it still exists to this I could day. I could definitely <laughs> see it. I could definitely see it out mm-hmm. there, man. You know that that's just so fucking horrible, man. Right. That 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 is real horrible. But on that note, what is your favorite vacation? On that spot? note, I'm a man of travel. I love traveling, bro. So as far as like here in the states. Uh, one of my favorite places to travel to is definitely the East Coast, going back home, going around like New York. But then every year, at least I make it a tr- I make a trip to go a little bit south from Cali and head down to San Diego from fun in the sun. But if you really want to catch me on like that real vacation mode, bro, I'm overseas. I'm overseas in Europe. Taking in the culture, taking in the people, taking in the food, bro. I'm all about any place. Name it in Europe. I'm all about just walking through fields and fields of like past history. So you you answered my question to the T because I was going to ask you. No, I want I want your favorite fucking vacation spot. So Europe is your place. You you're gonna go to the motherland. Take me to Europe. Take me well, to Well, I guess Motherland there. is Africa, right? And so Motherland, the and motherland. That's, that's, that's Africa. So Europe, you're going to go to Europe. You're going to go to, you know, the, the history of the Colosseum, uh, the Roman Colosseum. Yes, sir. In Paris and all that good stuff. I mean, all I got to do is get my chips up a little bit so I can head down to Africa. But that's definitely another destination of mine. Okay. Sounds, that's a Motherland. You see, I got my shit confused. That's right. Um, I, I haven't been to Europe. I haven't been to Europe. I want to go. So so that's on my bucket list. Europe and Asia is definitely my bucket list. Um, you know, I'm trying to convince uh, the wife and daughter to let me go to Amsterdam by myself, but they won't budge. Ain't nothing wrong um, with it. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I told them. I just want to go experience life in Amsterdam. But, I'll you take know, you around, man. I'll show let, you let's around. Let's go. I, 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 I'm going to tell them I'm going with the Sandman to Amsterdam. Uh, you know what? I might take a boat on that. Lots of Maybe coffee houses out there for you, bro. I, yeah, I, lo- I love coffee. Lots so of coffee I, I, houses. I, 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 so I haven't been, I haven't been to uh, Europe yet. So, but my favorite spots I've been to, uh, I, I I love Cancun, man. Actually, I'm okay. thinking of going to Cancun again this year. Uh, you know, the pandemic's kind of you know eased up on the on the travel restrictions. I got you. Uh, I'm thinking of going to Cancun. I, I love Cancun. I love Cancun, and I love Disney World, man. Uh, the one place I've been multiple times, and I've been there four times, is Disney World. I've been so, there once. I've been there four times. Oh, man. No, so it shows bad. you how I'm much. Say twice. I'm gonna have to say twice. <laughs> okay, there you go. So it's, it's on top of your list too. So Disney World. So I think I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go with Disney World over Cancun. I, I love this, but I'm I'm a big Disney guy, man. You know, the problem, I, mean, I haven't been south of the border yet, brother. I What's that? 
I haven't been down south. Of you the got good up there, man. Yeah, tell me about it. Been up north. I like Seattle. I don't know if you ever stepped foot in Seattle. Seattle, Seattle's a cool city, man. I have. I have stepped foot in Seattle. Um, Seattle's pretty, uh, pretty. Yeah, Seattle's pretty nice, man. But um, locally, locally, uh, where do where I, I like Palm Springs. If I'm gonna get away, if I'm going just to get away, Palm Springs is my destination. See, I'm more of a San Diego than Palm Springs. I'm not big on the really? whole desert stuff, bro. Well, I mean, I'm not going to go to Palm Springs in July, August, or September. You ain't trying to get fried out there. I ain't trying to, I, yeah, I ain't trying to come back. Uh, I, I ain't trying to go to 113 degree weather. Shit, in that case, I'm just going to go to Fresno. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not happening. Uh, if I'm going to go to Palm Springs, actually, this is the perfect time or May. Is the perfect time to go to Palm Springs or November, December, January, you know, uh, the off-season months, right? But if you go during the summer, forget about it. But, um, yeah, no, I, I love going to Palm Springs. Uh, just it, It's that one place you go and you just feel like you got a, gotten away. You got that big-ass mountain that you're looking right out of your hotel room. Um, it's just beautiful, man. It just makes you forget about the world. So, locally, I like Palm Springs. Gotta get out, you gotta get yourself out there to New Orleans too, bro. That's another spot. That's actually that's actually on my on my, my list. That's on my to do list. Uh, New Orleans. So uh, you know what? I, I, I might do that within within the year, man. I could just take a long weekend out there. Exactly. So, if you, but if I we definitely want about... the restrictions to get off a little bit, though, man. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, because you you want to do it right. You you don't want to go to New Orleans wearing a mask, man. No, you don't want that. Trying oh, yeah. them doughboys out there trying some of that Creole um, cuisine. You, you you really gotta some get gumbo, into man. some gumbo, some crawfish, etouffee, all of that stuff. You gotta you gotta do it right. You gotta do it right. I mean, hell, if if I wasn't so damn afraid of Florida right now, I, that would be another spot I would be trying to get out to this year. But then people scare me with their "we don't care" attitude. Yeah, they don't give a fuck, dude. Oh. <laughs> No, but right now they probably saying, "Yeah, you stay your ass out here in California." I'm like, yes, yeah, I'm gonna exactly. stay my ass out here in California. Yes, exactly. And uh, one other thing I got, man. So on Netflix, American Me, the movie, is finally on Netflix. Have you seen that movie, Sandman? Now, when you say finally, it sounds like it's it's one of your classics. I, I know it's a 1992 film. <laughs> And I know it's um oh, damn, what's his name? You gotta give me the actor's Ed, name. Edward James Omo. There it is. El- Edward, yeah, that's right. Creator face Ed, Ed almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. American good actor. Man. Real good he, actor, he, though. Real good San- actor. He was Santana on, on American Me. So it's one of those, I guess coming of age. It was well, not a coming of age movie, but it's one of those movies that it's a passage, right? When you hit 15, 13, 14, you got to watch this movie if you're a Hispanic kid. And it's basically the story of the Mexican Mafia, man, how the Mexican Mafia came to be in in, in the California State Prison. Yeah, it sounds like I need to, like, get myself up to speed again on that, because if I, re- I remember I might have seen that, but it's been so long ago that I can't really yeah. give you the plot the way that you probably. So tell me more about this. Well, yeah. It, it's it's one of those uh, movies. Start. It all starts off in the in the suit suit. Do, do have you heard of the suit suit riots? Yeah, of course. 
in in yeah. the 40s yes sir so yeah, it started, you know i'm a man of history with that <laughs> yeah yeah definitely so the suit started started during the suit suit riots um the movie starts there and it, it moves into the you know the mid 50s 60s early 60s and how you know the hispanic uh his Hispanic men from East LA were getting arrested and put in jail and they actually had to uh, come together and they started, you know, uh, kind of like a, like a gang inside within, within the jail. And it just started growing and, you know, they showed you how the order went, you know, you got your generals, your soldiers and how everything went, man. And the best scene of that movie, and I know this is fucked up, man, but the best scene is, when Big Puppet kills Little Puppet. I love that scene, dude. So Big Puppet just basically starts strangling him. Big Puppet's the big brother. Little Puppet's the little brother. And the big brother is giving the order by the main heads that he has to kill his little brother for being a rat. So he starts killing him, man. And he's looking at him. He's like, don't look at me, Little Puppet. Don't look at me, Little Puppet. So he's killed, dude. That, that that shit's fucking crazy, man. It, it, it's one of those definitely classics, man. But it's finally on uh, on Netflix, and I might be completely wrong on how I described the movie because I haven't <laughs> seen it in over fifteen fucking years. But it's still an awesome fucking movie, man. So you're gonna recommend it right now to some of the OGs and some of those folks that? Uh, I'm 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 recommending to everybody who hasn't seen that fucking movie. Got got to see it. All right, all generations you got to see it. Roll out. I think Generation Z is of A's now, so they can go ahead and watch watch that too themselves. Well, you know what? Generation Z might cancel it and shit because there's a lot of fucking violence in that movie. Oh, well, there's a lot of movies that we want to cancel and we and, didn't get canceled. So just, yeah, that, it is what it is. That's fucking true, in it? But you know what time it is? Oh, I know what time it is. It's about time to get wise. It, it is time to get wise. It is time for the 40 and 40 with two wise men. Let's go. We're going to be those wise men today, uh, Sandman. So, first question on the 40 and 40. Hit me. I like this one, man. I, I, I like this one. It's from uh, an OnlyFans girl, believe it or not. So, we have an OnlyFans girl that's following the Hectagower. So, shout out to her. That's you uh, know? Yep, Lily and Foxy, man. So, y'all, go get your, uh, go get your virtual lap dance from her. So, they still in school. They still in school, or they need the funds. The they still need the college funds. Is that what's happening? Well, they still yeah, they still need the college education, man. I don't know know if I need to do some research or something. They gotta make. I still I still owe you the lap dance, man. Maybe we get little (laughs) Lillian Foxy to give you a a virtual lap dance. I think by the hundred show probably happen, right? (laughs) For the four ninety nine, dude, we we gotta make that happen. You know what? We should video it and put it out to the public so they can. Oh, that's not happening. I'm just letting you know that right now. (laughs) We gonna go to Vegas way. What happens stays. What happens in OnlyFans stays in OnlyFans. Yeah. Okay, so here's her question, man. I'm an OnlyFans girl, and I'm dating a guy. Should I tell him what I do? So should she tell him that she's an OnlyFans Absolutely, because if you bad enough to do it, and you bad enough to feel comfortable enough to do it, let him know all your shit. So, so would that be a deal breaker for you? 
am I dating this girl? Or am I marrying this girl? No, I mean, I, fuck, I don't know whether you're dating. I mean, let's say you're dating this fucking girl and she tells you she's an OnlyFans girl. So, yeah, I'm going to be like, hey, what's up? Show me some of your don't show me some of your stuff. So you so you cool with it. So you think that she should tell him. Yeah, if if you talk about, you know, me dating back in my twenties, whatever, yeah, I'm like, what what's it to me? Whatever. Well, I mean, shit, I've always wanted to date a stripper. So I mean, if I was twenty and you know, I dated a girl, she told me she was a stripper. Because we didn't have OnlyFans back then. No, we did not. Right. The the closest we had to, to, to an OnlyFans girl was uh strippers. AOL so internet it, wasn't that good. That is so fucking true. <laughs> that that is it that 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 was the whole fucking modem, right? <laughs> Sir. But if, if if a girl told me a girl I'm dating, you know, my wife told me, Oh, by the way, I'm a stripper, I went up like, really? <laughs> yeah, baby. I'm about to have all this to myself. And fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> so I say you tell him. I mean, if he can't handle it. He has insecurities, and if he has insecurities. I mean, he can't fault uh, the man. He, it might, it might not work out anyway. No, nah, I don't know about the insecurity thing. You can't throw that on the man. I mean, Come that, on, that, man. that's heavy shit. That's heavy. She, right she, there. she, she ain't fucking him. She's just showing him her her her, uh, her double D's, or I don't I know so, what size they I are. So but let me, let me just let me just throw this in there for you. What if the man's a religious man? Well, he needs to get over it, man. Pray. <laughs> he needs to pray. And then at that point, he prays and she gives it up. Yeah, I'm gonna say she needs to go. She needs. She needs to come out with it. Just, just come out with it. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I, I tend to agree with you. You just need to tell him. You know what? Because yeah. at the end of the day, at the he, end of the day, whether it's serious or not, if it's not serious, then fuck it. And if he's not down with it, then he's gonna leave anyway. And if it is serious, he's gonna have to know because he's got to know anyway down the line. At the end because of the it's day. not something because it's not something you want coming out, you know, when you're you've been with him four or five years. Oh, oh yeah. by the way, you don't need that. By the way, there are these pictures, you know, roaming around <laughs> when I was an OnlyFans girl, right? Hey, at the end of the day, he can be your only number one fan. So there you go. There you so go. Sandman and Big Heck aren't agreeing. You need to tell them. Yes, sir. Unless, unless, unless it's not serious and you don't see no future with this guy, then it's none of his business. Unless he finds that business. And then he might, he might want to make it serious after then. He might get mad at you for not telling him sooner. Yeah, he might get mad at you for not giving him a discount. <laughs> Damn, wouldn't that be discount? Shit, Shouldn't that be free? <laughs> True, right. Oh, yeah, I, I guess you're right on that. <laughs> hey, hey, imagine that shit. Going through that shit and you're paying twelve, you know, twelve ninety nine or four ninety nine, and you're like, oh shit, hold on, that's, that's oh, Lisa. hell no, nah. yes. hell <laughs> no, what the fuck, damn, that, that's some cold shit, dude. <laughs> that's some cold fucking shit. Well, that's yeah, you don't want to find out like that. Yeah, that, that, was, that, that was a easy one. You know what? This one's uh, I got, I got two more. Um, this one's a little bit. I, I think this one's easy too. This one's gonna be uh pretty easy on my behalf and if i know you like i think i know you i think it's gonna be easy for both of us what do we think what does sandman and big head think of a stay-at-home dads so i guess the reversal between men and women from the 50s now that dads stay home and wife go to work uh i'm cool with it man if my wife wants me to quit my job i'll quit today 
I'm cool with it too. I don't have a problem with that. We just trying to live. But I'm expensive. But but I'm expensive. She better be able to afford me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want. I want. I want the Gucci bag and everything. Shit. Fuck that. If I'm be a kept man, I want to be kept. I need me a nice little two door convertible to roll around with. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Shit. Go get the groceries in a nice <laughs> little. <laughs> you damn right. <laughs> if you want to keep me, girl. Hey, I, I could be a kept man. No, nah, but you know what? Um, I, I I don't think, uh, at least from my stand of view, there shouldn't be no definition between men and women on who does what. You're right. I mean, I'm not about know, that label stuff. I'm yeah, you yeah. know, be gone with that label stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, I help clean, I cook. Um, you know, we we kind of help each other out. Same you know, here. it's not it, it's it's not this is your job and this is my job. The only thing I don't do at home that I don't do at home is laundry. But before women start going on, wow, what he's a fucking no, no. The reason I don't do laundry is because I'm not allowed to. So everybody relax. How many I'm not you done messed up? (laughs) (laughs) Evidently a lot of shit. Apparently. I am not allowed to do laundry, dude. Uh, by no means am I allowed to put anything in the fucking washer or dryer. And so I am told to stay the fuck away from it. Don't touch it. Leave it alone. And I'm like, but why? I mean, like, you know, I, I could put a load to wash. Nope, I'm not allowed to. So that's the only thing. But it's not because I don't want to. It's because I'm not allowed to. So Man. big difference. It, that, there is a difference between that, right? Oh, yeah, of course there's a difference between I mean, all I know is ever since I came of age, ever since I had some, you know, I was smart enough to figure out what was what, I never really cared for labels, bro. I never really cared. I was always just like, I need a partner. I need a ride or die. Whatever that is. Exactly. I, and, and it's all about helping each other out, make yeah. make life easier for the other person. So if I could help my wife, she could help me. We help each other out, man. You got to bounce off of each other, man. There is it. no, there is no, oh shit, I came home and dinner's not ready. No, fuck that. You know what? If, if we come home, dinner's not ready. We both get down in the kitchen or I'll get down uh-huh. in the kitchen. I'm um, supposed and, to be. And, and I love, I love to cook. So fuck it. I'll get down in the kitchen. Stay here. Hey man, I'm supposed to be your best hype man and you're supposed to be my best hype man. That's it. That basically it. Yeah. So if the guy has a problem with staying at home, I mean, get over it, brother. Get over it, man. Get over it. Shit, these ain't the 1950s no more, man. We got to help each other out. We got to support each other and and whatever it takes. You know, there is no uh, gender roles anymore. That you know, women do this, men do that. Fuck that. No, I mean, even though there are some things that women like to do, just for the sake of doing it out of love it ain't like a, a rec it's not like a prerequisite of any kind it's just it's something not that obligatory, they do out of love right? that's it exactly it's none it's of not that obligatory yeah it's no, not sir. obligatory it's 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 you know they do it because they want to and it's same shit man i do things because i want to not because i'm obligated you know um and, and i know a lot of motherfuckers they they say they don't fuck yeah i know y'all do they, they call me you ever heard of the word mandilon no no so mandilon means basically a bitch ass motherfucker who the wife tells them what to do and they do everything for the wife and shit like that. And I'm the type that I do a lot of shit for my wife. You know, I, I, I cater to her. You know, I clean when I can. I cook when I can. You know, shit, I cook the majority of the time, but that's because I'm a bomb ass cook. I love to cook. 
Right, right. Uh, you know, so I know motherfuckers behind my back be like, oh, that's Monty Long. You know what? Fuck you. I don't give a fuck. You call me whatever fuck you want. I love I'm my saying, wife. And little, I do the shit. Those are just little boys with, you know, with insecurities. And furthermore, I think that's just, and, and, and just to kind of get real deep with it, I think that's just your love language, bro. That's all that it is. People have the different ways of showing love, and that's just your love language. Being able to do all these things, whether it's catering to your wife in different ways, whether you're the one the cooking or you're doing this and that, and she's doing the same thing, that's just the way you guys show your love language. That's all that bottom, it is. That's it. Bottom that's all line, that it right? Is. Yeah. B- bottom line, at the end of the day, your job is to try to make your wife's job easier, right? Life yep. easier, not necessarily job, but her life easier. Same thing, man. You know, um, same thing with my wife and my daughter, man. If I can make my daughter's life a little easier, yeah, I'm a, I'm a teacher lessons. I'm gonna make sure she learns her lessons that she needs to grow up to be a, a, a high quality lady, right? Somebody that's gonna be respectable. But at the same time, if I can make my daughter's life a little bit easier, my wife's life a little bit easier, hey, I'm gonna do that. I'm going to go that extra mile. That's right. Uh, and you call me whatever the fuck you want. Uh, just don't call me late for dinner because, you know, my big <laughs> ass love to eat. So uh, that's how we feel. Well, that's how I feel about stay at home uh, dads. You know same what? Same here. Same here. If, if, if you guys could work it out and he could stay at home and, and, and do all the house chores and, and the house things. Hey, go for it, man. Why not? Fuck yeah, it. Do there, best there, for y'all. There, there, there's no shame. There's no shame in, in the game. Fuck that. And this is coming from a true OG over here. All right. I got one more. This one's deep, man. This one's deep. I saved this one for last because okay. I don't th- I don't think there's a clear answer to it. Um, they asked. It's been asked by three different people. Um, so I thought it was time for us to bring this question out to light. Um, I don't know if they really want to know what we think or, or what, but but this question has come up quite a bit. On our 4440, people asking us, so we're going to answer it. Now, they might not like what I'm going to have to say. Dang, but we're hear what, me. It must be real we, deep. We're going to hear what Salmon has to say. Uh, why do you think people stay in abusive relationships? Oh, wow. That, I, I told you it was deep. I, I really don't know the answer to that, but I can tell you what I what – I, observe a lot of the time is like they probably one you feel that you can't do any better than that person that you have that in there which is always wrong which is always the wrong thing and it's also has to do with your own self-esteem i think it's always centered around those two and that's really all that i can say about that i can't really go into detail except for those little two things i've always observed when i see it from afar it's like that person feels that this is the best they can do and secondly you, you, that person itself that's being abused has a very low self-esteem of themselves. Those are the two things I see. You know what? Um, I, I, I think uh, ultimately, I think they're both one in the same. You know, they don't think they could do any better because they have a low self-esteem. Right. Um, so I tend to agree with you on that. And, and I'm going to talk serious about this one because it's a serious subject, right? Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to talk serious about this one. Um so that's one, low self-esteem. Um, people don't think they can do better. Um, in some cases, I've seen that the person they're with tells them they can't do any better, and they believe it. And they actually believe that, you know, the person that's abusing them is the best that they can do. 
Um, and it has to do with that self-esteem. Another reason that I've seen, um, again, it, and it's just our opinion, right? We, we're no fucking psychologists or anything. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but another thing that I've seen is, you know, people stay because of the kids, the family. Okay. Or, yeah, definitely. That's one of the reasons sometimes that. Yeah. Or, or, or why, or what people are going to say, honestly, uh, which shouldn't matter what people are going to say, but I've seen people, and, and, and trust me, I've seen abuse in, in close to me, and, and I hate it. And if I could do something, I would, but you know, sometimes when somebody doesn't want to leave, they don't want to leave. Um, and it is what it is. You know, all you can do is support them and show them that you're there for them. Um, but some, some people that are abused, you know, they're being told that they can't do better. And then I'm gonna go with another one. And, and this is the one I told you that people might not like my opinion on it. I think subconsciously, some women like that. They like to be abused. Um, and how can I say it, man? It, it, it's one of those things it goes to that BDS and M shit, you know, that, you know, girls like getting fucking beating shit during sex and stuff like that. But subconsciously that they don't know that that's what they like. And that's why they stay in this fucking relationship. Cause deep down it's a fucking turn on for them. And I've seen that happen too. Um, and, and, and that's the sad part too, because you don't need to be in an abusive relationship like that. You're just in the wrong relationship. Yeah, but that also stems um, to something that's happened in their life as a young yeah, yeah. and things like that too. That that creates that kind of um, atmosphere. Let me just yep. say one thing real quick. So you brought a point about you know because they just want to stay for the kids. I can recall when I was really young seen like domestic violence for the first time as a child and this is actually from my neighbor that shit scared the shit out of me just me seeing a man just beating the crap out of a woman and having seen them as a youngster where they were happy and then all of a sudden just flipped and that happened the first time that I've ever seen that in entire my life. That scarred me for my entire life. I said to myself, there is no way I will ever allow something like this to be in my, in my world. So, again, first time I saw something like that, scared the hell out of me. Scared me straight. Put it that way. <laughs> you, you, you know what? I've seen... I've seen both physical and verbal abuse. And I always swore to myself I wasn't going to be either or. Um, uh, just because I've seen the effects it takes on the person receiving the abuse. Yeah, for one. Yeah. Um, and it, it's not pretty, man. It's, it's not pretty. And it could lead to... It, 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 it just fucks up the person. It fucks up the person emotionally. So there could be a lot of reasons why somebody stays. Um, and, and, and right or wrong, you know, the one thing I was taught as a, as a child was you don't get involved because the thing is you get involved in a relationship, in an abusive relationship. Say, uh, you know, say I have a friend, two friends that are fighting, they're in an abusive relationship. 
and I get involved and I start taking her side because he's being the shit out of her. Well, of course, if he's being the shit out of her, of course, I'm going to get involved because I'm, I'm just not going to let that happen in front of me. But at the end of the day, you know, you turned out to be the bad guy because they're going to end up back together. And, you you know, you're like you're the asshole that intervened. Yeah, but um, you did what you needed to do, because like no, I, I, said, t- I totally agree. I totally agree. Like I said, you know, if, it's, if he's beating the shit out of her in front of me, of course, I'm going to step in. But when it happens behind closed doors and you see the bruises, you see the the, the violence, you know, it's it's kind of hard to say something because you know that, one, they're always going to be in denial and they're never going to admit it, man. I'm, z- I'm a zero tolerance for that, man. That's how I that's my take on that. I'm zero. I'm, I'm getting in there, whether it messes up our friendship here and there with someone I'm getting I'm jumping in. I'm a zero tolerance. Like I said, I I got 100% scared straight when I saw that for the first time because, for one, I thought I I, I knew I was scared for the first for the most part because here I was I was a 10 year old boy seeing this for the first time from and I couldn't do nothing about it. I couldn't do shit about it. <laughs> so yeah, it, it definitely traumatizes you. So I mean, this is a deep conversation. You know, this is a deep topic. Oh uh, yeah, that's I, what I, that's the thing. Got to. I don't have a fucking answer. I, I don't know. I really don't know why people, um, there's so much help out there, you know, whether people, they, some people might think that they have nowhere to go. You're right. And then, you know what, that's, that's really, there's so many ways to go about that, but the best way is always to try to resolve the situation because one thing for sure, it can't keep happening period because it leads to the worst yeah i, I could honestly tell you, uh, you yeah if, if a man put hands on you one time he'll do it again and again most, for the most likely yeah. and again that's why i have, that again, zero, I have odds, a zero i have a zero tolerance for that odds odds are pretty high so i mean that's that's the best i could do uh, and, and that's the best advice i mean i can't even give advice on that um the only thing i could say is you know I don't, I don't know. I don't know why they stay. Um, I wish they didn't. I wish they didn't, you know, for the ones that have low self-esteem, you know, they just need to get that friend. But I've also noticed Sandman that most people that are abused aren't allowed to have friends. Well, yeah, that's, that's how your, your abuser controls you. Yeah. They're not allowed to have friends. Um, I've also, you know, so that, that might be a situation right there. That's exactly how it works for the most part. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I hope we were able to answer the question or at least put some light into it. I mean, we have our thoughts on it. (laughs) Yeah, basically. um, At at the end of the day, you know, if you see somebody getting the views, offer your help. Let them know that you're there for them and let them know that they do not have to be, you know, going through this. Um, And that's it, you know, and and, and be there for them when they are ready to leave be there for them when they are ready to um to make that move exactly or at least try to coerce them as much as you can that's my take obviously different ways to go about it but like i said i'm a advocate for a zero policy zero tolerance so i'm always going to be the first one to be like nah uh -uh." obviously to a certain extent i'm not trying to put my life in danger (laughs) be smart about Uh, it Oh, man. No, most definitely. Most definitely. But you know what time it is? It better be that time. Favorite time of the day. It's big, it's big heck time, man. It is time for Fuck My Life with Big Heck. Today, I was in the car with my boyfriend. 
when I said, I wish all the weight I gained just went to my boobs. His reply was, imagine they'd be huge by now. <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> How you going to come wow. out and say it? I mean, hell, she knew her truth. <laughs> I'm gonna say she never, ever. I don't give a fuck. If she gained a hundred pounds, you never tell your girl she's gained weight ever. I learned that lesson a long fucking time ago. Well, no, you gotta tell her at least the truth. You just do it in the most loving way as possible. No, what you do is you say, "Hey, babe, you know we should start working out." Yeah, well, that's just being a cop out. I'm gonna go straight out and say it, but I'm gonna uh, say it in the most loving way. And you probably get your ass cussed out, huh? I'm gonna put a number on it. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, it's, it's gonna be a we. It's gonna be like, but you know what? We both been really just like having so much fun and lost track of time. Look at all the shit that we've been eating. Look at me. Shoot, you think you gained something? <laughs> like if we do this, I think you you got like hey. probably two pounds to lose. But me, I got like I need eight time for that. Let's do you know what? Like you know what? I did, I did see you last week, man. You did look a little, you know, hey, man, that waist did seem a little wider, man. I'm just saying. Oh, it ain't as wide as it was before. Shoot. At least I got in on something before we saw one another. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm just busting you. I'm that's just that, busting your balls. That's that, that's that 2020. That's that 2020 LB. That's what that is. I earned oh, those. Man. I earned those bad boys. Th- those were hard earned. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, you ready for the next? Are you ready for the next? Yeah, what's the fuck next? My one? life is a fuck my life. Today, my friend told me to try dating apps, so I did. What's that worst that could happen? He said. I just finished paying a girl a hundred dollars not to send my dick pics from me to all my Facebook friends. Fuck my life. Shoot, I feel so, better know how to sue. <laughs> ah, he's being blackmailed, dude. Yeah, so what? But How the problem go- is when he starts suing, man, his fucking dick pics are gonna be all over the internet, bro. Den- deny, all, deny. This ain't it. Ain't me? Didn't you? It, it, is that your mine. motto? And <laughs> that, that's definitely my motto. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I ain't mine. It has the same birthmark. I don't give a fuck. I ain't mine. I don't know. It might be my twin shit, uh, bro. First of all, who the fuck are you sending dick pics? that early in a fucking relationship second of all when, when i was dating there were, i mean they weren't even fucking camera phones so you didn't even have that option yeah but third of all who the fuck is this chick that's trying to blackmail you already and dude that's fucking crazy <laughs> hey, man, that's fucking crazy dude that's insane that is fucking crazy deny it that, just deny it yeah i'll be like fuck it hey, hey how ashamed are you of it anyway i'll be like i'll be like cool Hey, shit, if it's only fans, like, if it's yeah. only fans worthy, I'd be like, shoot, you want me yeah. to sign it? You know I mean? <laughs> Hell yeah, be like, really? You going to put it out there? I'm like, I never knew how to get it out there, but hey, fuck it. If you want to put it out there, go for it. Like, I'll be ahead. encouraging. I'll be encouraging that shit. I'll be like, all right, cool. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, 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 make them guess whose it is, though. She'd be like, all right, you sure you want to open up my dating pool that, that long? <laughs> you know what? Hey. <laughs> But you know what? It might be the adverse for him, though, man. It might he might be. Yeah. I'll ask you this question though: Which is worse, a guy's dick pic being put out there, or the chick's part being put out there? Who do you think gets the most crap? You know what? You know what? I think 
I, I think it's two different types of crap. A guy, depending on, you know, it might be get made fun of. And I don't give a fuck how it looks. He's going to get made fun of by the homies. I don't give a fuck. Um, you know, doesn't matter. It's going to be made fun of. And I think girls are going to be condemned as sluts and, 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 you know, be called names, which you're not, ladies. But by no means, you know, keep sending your pictures. But that's what society is going to think. So I think society is going to go that way with the females and with the males is going to be like, you know, you're just going to be made fun of all you nasty motherfuckers sending shit. There's that. But on another note, we are living in the Me Too movement. So, you know, she's going to have allies on allies. That is true. That is true. I did not think about that. She's going to be considered. Well, not, you know what? Not in the Hispanic culture, dude. I don't think so. Yeah, we still, she still don't have like some allies. Hey, don't let the Thea's get a hold of that shit, dude. They're going to eat her alive, dude. Yeah, but now you're going to lie, Santo Dios mío. Yeah, what's the Thea's doing on that dating app and on Facebook? Oh, you know Facebook's uh, a lie. Uh, you know Facebook is fake news. You, you know, <laughs> you know, you know all the theas on Facebook, dude. That's what I'm saying. That's how. That's where they be, and then you know, that's where they get all their news. That's how they find out. That's how they know that people be walking on the moon and shit. <laughs> they believe everything you fucking see on Facebook too. So yeah. you, you know what, bro? Honestly, my opinion, you shit. I know this ain't the twenty. I mean, the forty for forty. But my opinion for you know my. My opinion to this guy is, hey, fuck it. I'll be like, all right, fuck it. Go for it. I'm proud of my shit. Yeah, that's that line that said, go I'll, ahead, girl. I'll send Do it. You, I'll boo-boo. send it. I'll send it. Hell, give me $100 not to send him shit. It's like, fuck it. But like, that was the fuck my life with Big Heck. <laughs> that's it. And that ends our day. That's it. It is over. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find us? Let's go ahead and back. Well, you know, today was definitely a good day. It's, um... Mr. Ice Cube said himself. So hit us up on the gram at the underscore hectic underscore hour. And of course, tweet us at hectic hour. We love listening to y'all. We love releasing your own posts for us. And it can always be sent at hectic hour at Gmail. And with that, back at it another week. Talk to y'all next week, folks. We out. Peace.